Welcome to Gen Z Girlies, the podcast designed specifically for Gen Z women and non-binary folk. This is the place where you can grow your confidence and learn about how to build careers and lives that you'll love. Here you can join a community where we sit down with other Gen Zers who are leveraging their interests and talents to make waves. I'm Maddie Baldwin, your host, your biggest supporter, and your advocate that whatever you can dream, you can do. And this, this is Gen Z Girlies. Hey, Gen Z Girlies, this is Maddie Baldwin, and today we have Kat Brown on the episode with us, which is super exciting, and I'm just really excited to get to have her on the show and kind of hear a little bit about her life and her career and what's going on, but I'll go ahead and have Kat introduce herself. Um, Kat, I mean, we already know your name, but you want to go ahead and tell us, like, your name and what you do, kind of, like, your title, and then, like, in your own words, and, yeah, kind of anything you want us to know about you, I guess, yeah. Yeah, um, well, like Maddie said, my name is Kat. I am a promoter representative up in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, basically, what that means is I work for a promoter company. We book concerts in Lexington and Louisville, and then in a couple other venues around Kentucky, um, so I'm an assistant there and which is like so cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's like awesome. <laughs> I love it. It's super fun. Yeah. How long have you been doing that, Kat? Um, I've been working there for about a year. Okay. That's that's pretty impressive. I was telling um a guest that we had before you, but we were talking about how I feel like in today's climate, like like a while ago working somewhere for a year, it's like, oh, we just worked there a year, but now I feel like that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Like, just with the way that, like, everything's going. Like, if you're somewhere for a year, you did it. Like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> do you feel like, so, in your life, if you had to give, like, one aspect of your life that you would say, like, describes you, like, do you feel like you put yourself, like, into your job or life or what's the thing that describes you the most? Um, I definitely throw myself fully into my work. I love to work. I love to have something to do, to have a purpose. So I'm constantly, if I don't have anything to do, I'm constantly finding something else to do. Uh, So that is definitely an aspect of my life that I'm just always busy, always like finding something to fill my time. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, How do you feel that contributes to your like life? Like, do you, do you feel like you end up getting burnt out ever or do you feel like that gives you like motivation how does that work in your life for you yeah I've definitely had times in my life where that has led to burnout for sure Um, so now with that experience I really try to find balance in my life so right taking care of myself mentally and physically and having a social life connecting with my friends and family while also still like working a lot (laughs) (laughs) which can be like a lot to balance like trying to figure that all out but I feel like it's definitely doable and we're moving towards like a culture and like a climate where we have to do that more absolutely in a way you know like we can't we 
I just feel like everything, like, it's about career, but also friends, but also family, and it's having all of those things all kind of, like, rolled into one and how you live your life, definitely. definitely. Um, so, like, with your job, so I know that you told us, like, a little bit about it and, like, what you do and, like, working, like, in Kentucky and, like, with bands and everything, but if someone, like, another Gen Z person was interested in getting into your career or, like, into your field, they want to work with music, but they don't really know where to start or even really what that, like, life looks like like what would like the day-to-day in your role be and like how has that contributed to where you are now or like was it when you began your work did it look the same as where you're at now what is that like that journey in that role looked like for you yeah um so I started out as a bartender Okay. And right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, so when I graduated college in 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, I actually had a job lined up down in Nashville as an event planner. And that did not happen with COVID. Just events were not happening. So at that time, I, I mean, was that's like... That's just what I hear from everyone with COVID is things just didn't happen in different past like blossomed from that which is really cool but yeah 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 Yeah. so that's kind of what led me into bartending uh at the borough in lexington kentucky which is a music venue for those that don't know and from there i made these connections with the ownership who also own uh the promoter company that i work for landline presents so after bartending with them for a year uh, they ended up creating this position for me over at Landline Presents where I get to do what I do now. So basically from that, if you're a Gen Z girly and you're wanting <laughs> to get involved in the music industry or really any industry uh, that you're excited about, you're passionate about, I would just say make connections. Right. Um, connections really do propel you in the direction that you want to go. And right, yeah. Just, you know, like, don't just, like, make con- make a connection and say, like, you know, I know this person. Like, really invest in that connection and be proactive and consistent about maintaining it. And, you know, if you know where you want to go, use those connections to get where you want to go, basically. Yeah, no, that's definitely – I feel like – and that's something I've definitely seen, like, in my life, too, is that connections and, like, networking – like, it's crazy like, the amount of things that I've been able to do just because of, like, connections that I've worked on or that I've really built up from that. But, so, like, I heard you say, like, really, like, kind of foster those and, like, really, like, lean into them and being intentional about, like, those connections. But, like, in a cron- concrete way, like, what does that look like? Like, if if I was, like, a Gen Z person just, like, working to get into the music industry, like, I hear you say make connections, like, network. Like, I hear that's important. And, like, even if I knew where to find those connections, what does fostering, like, a network look like for you? Like, does it look like texting them? Does it look like inviting them? Play- like, how like how do you intentionally lean into that? Which I know is kind of a big question, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I think for me, in my experience, it's all been very organic. And what I mean by that is it just because of the places that I was in, those connections made themselves available to me. Right. So, you know, there would be times after work, after I got off like a bartending shift where we'd all be going out to the bar afterwards and maybe like the ownership at Landline Presents was coming and I would strike up a conversation with them right. and just say like, 
you know, get to know them, ask questions. How did you get to be in this industry? What are you passionate about? Like what drives you in this? And then also with that, share like my passion and where I want to go. And they will, those connections, um, once you make them, they kind of pay attention to you as well. So if you are intentional about having conversations and asking questions with them, like I know to be more concrete, I know like when I started working at the Burl, I asked a couple of the ownership to get coffee with me. I'd just be like, hey, like I'm really interested in this industry. Would you sit down and have coffee with me sometime and just let me pick your brain or like hear about your experience in this industry? So things like that. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. So basically just be a good friend to someone and like make yourself available kind of. Yeah, like, even like absolutely. And I think sometimes friendship's a weird word to use when you're thinking about like superiors or other people. But like be a good person and be yeah. kind to people is kind of a great way to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that you said that you got coffee with them as well. Like that's a great great idea to just like reach out and like make yourself available and like go to them mm-hmm. instead of like making them come to you just be like hey like I planned this like I want to meet with you would you be available like that's a great way to do that yeah for that's sure. yeah. definitely like make it your prerogative to meet with them and then I would say even to like go the extra mile if you do get coffee with them or you get lunch with them whatever it is even if you're so poor, offer to pay for their coffee, offer to pay for their Because it will make such an impression on them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you're you're seeking the mentorship, you're seeking the connection. And I think it just means a lot to people. Yes, definitely. To be recognized for their accomplishments and then to also be able to invest in people who are looking to follow the same path that they've been on. So it's a, even more of a compliment to that person. And it's also benefiting you in the long run. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, and circling back around to like what the day to day in your position looks like. So like after after you've done the networking, after you've made the connections and yeah. you've like you've got the job, like for you, what does like what does a normal day look like for, for Cat Brown? Yeah. Yeah. So a normal day in my position, like I said, I'm an assistant at the promoter company. So typically around nine or ten in the morning I get to my laptop. And usually I'm seeing the emails coming through before that on, like, my watch or my phone. but Which we're so plugged (laughs) in today, like, in the world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So 9 or 10, 10 or 11 in that time frame, I'm getting to my laptop. I'm either going to a coffee shop or just at my desk at home. And I'm getting to my emails. I build the ticket links for all of our shows that we book. So typically there's several ticket links to build in a day. And then I also, my favorite part of my job, I get to review our contracts. So when we book an artist uh, for a show, they will send along a contract and a hospitality writer, a technical writer, and all of that has to get, excuse me, all of that has to get reviewed and signed. So part of my job is to review those contracts and make sure that they match the offer that we put out and just make sure that all the information in them is correct, and then sign and return those. So typically there will be like a few of those in a day, and then I'm also responsible for the hospitality for the bands. So if we have a band coming in for a show that night, they will send, like I said, a hospitality rider, which is basically just all the snacks and the fun things that they want, either while they're hanging out before the show or after. So then I'll like make my little Kroger target run, get that get those items and then set up our green room space just make sure that 
everything is clean and organized and ready for them to come in and hang out and have a great time. So typically, I would say like a Thursday through Sunday is our busiest show days. So on a Thursday through Sunday, that's what my day looks like. I'm getting up, answering emails, doing some hospitality, some contracts, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's super interesting to hear about how your job sounds, like what you do every day. Because when I think, and I think when I think about like, or I'm guessing like a lot of people too, like when they think about the music industry, their mind automatically goes to um, like the people in the band and like doing the music and just like writing songs. I mean, like the really like creative like band part of the music industry. And I mean, there's like so much more that's in that industry and like other ways you can work creativity creativity mm. <laughs> you know you forget how to say a word <laughs> creatively <Yeah. laughs> yes thank you yeah. <laughs> sorry my mind you know like when you like see it in your mind and you see the word and yeah. then you're anyways that word that cat said um, <laughs> so many more ways to like work um creative creatively oh my gosh creatively you got it i'm just gonna move on to my next sentence (laughs) there's so many more like more ways to work in that industry than just like being a musician um because i mean yeah like i feel like we don't need to like gatekeep music no like and you don't just have to be like this like crazy songwriter to work in music like there's so many avenues which i don't Mm -hmm. know i think that's like almost like so freeing and like you don't know what you don't know until you know it, you know? Yeah. It's like, that's like one of those things that, I mean, even for me, like a little bit different, but I mean, for those of you who don't know, know I studied film. Um, and it's kind of the same thing. Like when I was first getting into film, I was like, oh, well, really the only paths you can take are being an actor or being a director. And I mean, of course I knew there was like other things, but like that was like, you know, the creative side of things that I viewed, but like looking back on it now and like what I learned is I'm like oh my gosh there's like so many roles in like film like there's creative ones there's like business roles there's like all these things like I can do a different thing and still work in that industry I don't know I just feel like that opens up so many like doors and everything like especially in the music industry for people who are interested in getting into that and being like oh well I can't sing (laughs) definitely that was my perspective as well like I have always loved music it has changed my life in so many ways I'm an avid music listener but I cannot sing for those of you (laughs) that have ever been to a karaoke night with me you will know I cannot sing and I cannot play any instruments (laughs) so when I was thinking about what I want to do for my career I was really intent on working in the music industry but I just didn't know where I would fit. So then I looked into tour managing or booking or you can be a band manager. Band manager and tour manager are two different roles. So oh, okay. You know, That's interesting. Yeah. They, they can be combined, but they're also different. So they're, the more I've worked in the industry, the more I've seen how many roles are required right. to make the industry what it is. So, yeah, like you said – don't be intimidated by your lack of musical gifts if you want to work in the music industry. No, that's Even great. if you do yeah. have musical gifts, congratulations. Please <laughs> that's still awesome come work for in the you. music industry. <laughs> I'm very yeah. jealous, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, please still come work in the music yeah. industry. But if you do if you're like me and you love music and you want to work in this industry, 
and you're a little bit overwhelmed by your lack of talent, to, like tap into your talent in other that, areas. In other areas. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Basically. Yeah. So like within that, which like would you like would you suggest like so when I hear that I'm kind of like okay well if I was in that position um, and I was like wanting to get into the music industry didn't really know what I wanted to do or like what roles there were is is it a good path just to just to get into it like any job you find anything that leads the path just to like start it and then kind of like figure out on the way or would you like suggest oh I need to figure out what I want to do before I really try to break into that industry or what would you say about that yeah I would say it's a mix of both I would definitely do your research um do your research online like read about positions and yeah kind of what they entail but also if you have an opportunity to just get involved anywhere you can do it okay if you see that a venue needs somebody to sell merch like a lot of bands come in and they don't have a merch seller touring with them they might hire one out that works at the venue or you know that's a way that like I said about building connections if you build a connection with somebody who works the merch booth they might be like oh I can't work the merch booth tonight can you work it and then like like, that's that's your your way in yeah and maybe they'll ask you again and again and then from there working the merch you can meet the band you can meet the other people like the in the promoter company you can meet so many different people just by selling merch and then you like start to get into yeah no that's great that's a really basic example of how you can get involved no that's great yeah and I always feel like just I've like been thinking about this a lot lately just like with life and career like in my own like in my own sense but just also like in general but I feel the more I've thought about it the more I feel like really the best way to build a career and build a life and you can tell me if you agree with this or (laughs) if you think something completely different which is fine but because I think for a while like with my career and just life I was like well I have to be like I don't just want something to happen to me like I was like I want to be like so intentional and like craft the whole thing and like pick every piece of it but then I was also like that's so unattainable like that's not gonna happen like I can be like super you know like but there's just things that I can't make happen you know you can't make everything happen which is a really hard lesson I had to learn um which is a lot of COVID for me Mm -hmm. but so I feel like it's a really building like a career that you love it's like such a mix of working hard and pushing 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 but then also letting yourself fall into the areas that are like a natural fit like there's gonna be areas that you might push in that you're just like this like there's no like like, I, there's nothing happening here. And, like, being okay with, like, okay, well, where is, like, something happening? And, like, can I put my effort into that? I don't know. That's yeah, kind of, like, I would yeah, agree. Yeah. I would say it is definitely a mix of putting forth your effort and then right. also letting things happen organically. Yeah. You know, like, I made the effort to become a bartender. I went to school for that. I trained for that. And... Then with those skills, I was able to move over and bartend at a music venue where then I made these connections right. and pushed my pushed a little bit harder to work at the promoter company. And do that. Yeah. And which I also so, like. Which was. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. A little bit organic in itself. Yeah. You know, because that was already in place there. So, you know, my efforts got me into bartending, which brought me to the borough. Which then organically, I met these people and right have my position now. Exactly, and for those of you who are listening who don't know, so I've known Cat for probably 
five years. I mean, like, we've been good friends for two, two yeah. and a half maybe. But I've known Kat for, like, five that I, something around that five years but I mean when I knew her like right when I was starting you were interested in music like I remember one of our first conversations being about how you wanted to be in the music industry you probably don't remember yeah. it <laughs> but I remember I actually don't know why I remember it so strongly I think it was in okay it was before five years ago this was like a conversation we had like years ago like high school I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember we were sitting in a car you were driving okay and we were right next to a gas station and I don't know what we were talking about, but I remember you being like, I want to go into, anyways, I want to go into the music industry. So, like, I feel like that's also such a big thing is that, like, that's been such an underlying layer of your life. Like, and you didn't even, like, when you started bartending, you didn't even really know that, like, that was going to lead to you working in the music right. industry. But kind of just having those, like, like, it might take time, but just having that underneath, like, always being like, I'm always looking for an opportunity. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's kind of subconscious. But I feel like if you have that subconscious drive of, like, this is what I want to do, you're going to find it in life. Like, yeah. life's going to take you that way. Just if you're, you know, like, yeah. Anyways, I've always, like, really thought that was cool about how much you've, I have just feel like I've always, you haven't wavered. <laughs> like, you've, like, uh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people will say that about me. Like, I've always said I wanted to work in the music industry since high school. And it's taken me a little bit to break in. Yeah. And now I'm here in my small way but yeah that that brings me to a point I I would say always have a why or a like a mm, passion a purpose yeah. behind I love your that. career yeah. um I think it's so easy to just fall in to the next step you know you graduate college you're like I have to find a job I have to find a full-time job and then you just something works out and you take the job and you hate it exactly and there are times in your life where you're going to have a job that you might not like, but I would say when it comes to choosing your career, it's so important to know that, A, you're not locked into one job for the rest of your life. This is not our grandparents' generation where it's a oh company God, man. Can you imagine? Oh I my just, gosh. like, whenever <laughs> I hear stories like that, I'm like, are you not miserable? Which I think the answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the people who's not, but I'm like, oh, anyways... Yeah, At, I think our generation is yeah. so different in that. It's so different, which is, and there's good and bad things about both. For right, sure, for but, sure. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's important to like, yeah, no, you're not locked into one job right. forever. Um, you can always, you're always building skills in whatever job you have, and those skills are transferable. So just continue to work on and hone those skills, and Absolutely. they will propel you into a different job Absolutely. that you might like more. Um, I mean, I've seen that. In my, like, in weird ways in my life where I, well, I'm not going to name, I had a job that I hated fairly recently, like a year ago maybe, but it was awful. But that job got me the job I liked and I had no idea that that, it, that would happen. But so like sometimes being a little miserable for a few months, it will get you where you need to go too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm always a proponent of having a job. Always have a job. <laughs> always be looking for a better one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, but coming back to my point is just have a passion, have a why. Yeah. And I think that will drive you. Like, I've always mm. known that I wanted to work in the music industry. And I'm just passionate about musicians and their art and yeah. what they create. And I want them to always have a platform to share that and have the rights to their music, which is a different story. But... 
Anyways, thing, though, that's definitely. my passion and that's my why. And I think that's propelled me to continue to seek out the job that I want in the music industry. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, So like kind of going off of that too, just what's, I mean, been your favorite thing that you've gotten to do like with this job and like be in this industry that you've always had a passion for? Like what's your favorite thing, but then also on like the opposite end, what's been the hardest thing that you've had to navigate and kind of figure out going forward? Big question. It is. My, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at narrowing down a favorite thing, but you can say a few things that you want. Like just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say probably my favorite thing. It's just the people that I've gotten to meet through this job. I've met so many incredible people, so many talented people, so many kind people. Yeah, I who are that. just all in each other's corners for the most part. I I will not that that will segue me into what's hard about this mm. industry. It's very competitive. Okay. It's very it can be very cutthroat, and there's always kind of this fear. I don't know if you have this, but I always have this fear. Like anytime I mess up anything, I'm like I'm gonna lose my job. Yeah, like, that's hard. That's difficult to like navigate every day for sure. Yeah. And it's just because I think the music industry is a pretty popular industry right now. And okay. so many people want to work in it. And that's why I wake up so grateful every day for the opportunity that I have to work right. with my company. Um, but it can be scary sometimes to just feel on edge like that. Like, yeah. you know, like this is a really great opportunity. But on the one hand, like this is an opportunity that everyone wants. wants so I have to do it better than everyone and so that I can continue to do it so that that is a hard aspect of my job just because it is pretty competitive um but yeah that on the difficult yeah yeah, but on the other end of it it is so much fun and you get to meet so many great people like I said right yeah I've got to work with bands that I never thought I would ever see or meet even um and that's been really fun. I get to take my friends to shows sometimes and have them meet the band with me. And, like, that's always a fun experience. But, yeah. Yeah. Those, those are my – No, that's great. So my like, highs and my lows. Yeah. <laughs> as, like, like, talking about, like, the low of the job, I guess, like, a little bit more, which, like, that sounds – I mean, it sounds like it's, like, a good – um like 50-50 kind of, like you have like amazing opportunities, but then you also have like some hard things about the job. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like does that hard part of the job really contribute to hard things like in your life? Like do you feel like that bleeds over into your life at all? Or is it kind of just stay at work and you're just worried about work? Or um, like I just know like I think when I think about like Gen Z, which I mean unfortunately I do feel like anxiety, like depression, like all of those things are such, like, huge markers of this generation, which is just, like, maybe another thing we have to deal with, but that I think that we do need to, like, figure out better infrastructure and systems and everything to deal with it. Do you, like, does that kind of come up for you at all? Like, I know that's, like, job life as well, but, like, do those mix? Are they separate? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely some anxiety that comes from work always. There's, yeah. like... And, yeah, I have struggled with anxiety and depression in my life. And so that's why, like I said earlier, I think it's so important to have balance in your life. Um, I make it a priority to take care of my physical and mental health 
by exercising and eating well, you know, spending time with my friends and family so that when I'm at work and something might cause me some anxiety or I don't know, yeah, just cause me some anxiety, then I can like go to those things like you have um, like a go strong, for a run yeah, or yeah. go for a walk with my roommate or call my mom or my sister or one of my best friends and just like keep up those connections. But it also kind of brings you back into your life outside of work. Right. And gives you some space from that. So I think, yeah, like I said, it's all about balance and just leave it. I think it's important to leave things at work. You know, yes. when you clock out for the day. Unless it's something that's really stressing you out and you want to talk to somebody about it, I would say just leave your work problems at work. Mm, I think that is great advice. Like, I mean, I've had that issue in my life where, (laughs) and I feel like this is true, like the more, like just work issues, you're always going to have work issues. You're all, they're they're never going to stop. And I don't think that's like a new thing for our generation. And I don't think that the anxiety that comes from work, I mean, it might be to greater levels in some way in our generation but I think that that's always been there I just think it's more okay to talk about now and like we're actually like saying like that's not like we need to figure out how to deal with this but I like even in my life and maybe you'll like relate to this but I have found that like if I bring work problems home which I've done more than I would like to that's something I'm working on (laughs) but like I'll talk about it with people but then I find that the more I talk about it, the more involved I get in it and the more it, like, is in my thoughts and the more I get stressed about it and it just kind of, like, snowballs. Mm-hmm. Where if, like, I just, like like you said, like, if I just left my work problem at work, it would it would have been fine. But, like, the, like, I just start to, like, kind of, like, not obsess over it, but I can't get it out of my mind and it just, it starts to feel like that's my life. Like, it feels like instead of, like, me having a problem at work that, like, my life is crumbling. Right. And I'm like, that's not healthy. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean by that for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it is really interesting how all those things kind of can like anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, any of that can like kind of cross the barriers between life and work and all that. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any tips or like advice for anyone that you feel like is kind of dealing with that, like in work or in life about like I mean, I think you said, like, a little bit, like, have a strong support system. Like, you exercise, you eat healthy, like, you call friends. Um, And, I mean, that might just be your advice. But do you have, like, any other advice? Just, like, what are some ways that you balance, try to balance life or move forward when hard things happen or, yeah. Yeah, just for, like, some concrete examples, I would just say, you know, running, going for a walk. That releases, like, great endorphins into your body. That helps you de-stress. And so that's something I try to incorporate into my daily life. Um, yeah, calling, I call my best friends yeah. like every day. Yeah. And I will just ask them about their life, ask them what's going on with them. And just find ways to like take your focus off of it. And yeah, really, yeah. My, my biggest piece of advice is to just focus on balancing it the best way that you can by... If it's a serious work problem that you need outside advice on, absolutely talk yeah, to your support of course. system. Yes, yes. But if it's like a small work problem, when you clock out for the day, if it's not dealt with, just leave it there. It'll be there tomorrow for you to deal with. You don't need to stress about it and it'll overnight. Be fine. Just yeah. come back tomorrow after a good night's sleep and a clear mind and address it 
Yes, then. definitely. Yeah. I have found with work and maybe you'll, I don't know, feel similar, but, and probably like a lot of industries do this, but I feel like work has a tendency to feel like everything's on fire or everything's an emergency. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just, I'm like, it's not though. Like, it's not going to matter if this is done today or this is done in two days. So I think sometimes you have to like move away from other people's emotions about what's happening and look at it logically and be like, is this an emergency? Like, is this like actually worth like freaking out over? Right. Or is it something that is like just okay to move on from, you know, and like fix it tomorrow? Like you were saying, like leave it. It's going to be fine and come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, definitely. Um, Yeah. No, that's like great to hear just like a little bit about, I guess, just your position and like what you do kind of on a day to day and um, I think that's like really great advice on just getting into the music industry and the fact that you don't have to necessarily be like a talented singer to work in music. Like you can love music and not definitely, yeah, like make it. Um, but like knowing like where you are now, would you take that same path you've taken like up to this point to like be in the music industry, or do you think you take another path? Would you be in another career like? Or would you stay in the same career, just take a different path? Or, yeah. I think I'm actually really happy with the way my life has panned out so far. Obviously, it's had highs and lows. But I think I've done a good job of honoring myself and what I want in life to get me where I wanted to go. Yeah. You know, like, I, I thought I wanted the event job. And then when the pandemic hit... I realized I did not want that job. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to try to be a bartender. So I did that. And then that propelled me into this. And so I I think my path has actually been really cool. It hasn't been straightforward. But it's all led me to this moment. And I'm really I'm really happy with it. So. Yeah, that's so good to hear, Kat. And I mean, like, that's where we all want to be, right? Like, yeah. We all want to be somewhere that we're, like, we feel content and good about our path. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so good. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying your job so far and, like, <laughs> that you're going to stay in it and you've liked it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with, like, Gen Zers who are, like, looking, I think, like, with Gen Z, there's just, like, such, like, a wide spectrum right now of, like, Gen Zers who are in the middle of their career, Gen Zers who are just beginning their career, Gen Zers who are nowhere near starting a career or maybe are just, like, just just starting to, like, look um, for a career. But, like, how do you... Like, from what you've seen in your career and working and, like, the path you've taken, like, how do you see that kind of um, evolving for, like, what the future of, like, Gen Z career looks like? Like, do you think it's going to stay the same as it is now? Are we moving towards, like, a new era of work, like, remote, you know, like, in person? How do you think that's going to change? And do you, like, foresee anything that, like, we should, like, be tuned into, (laughs) like, aware of, like, what's coming, you know? I think we definitely are moving into a different era of the nine to five. I think that is going away. Yeah. And definitely working from home is becoming a more viable option for a lot of uh, people and companies. I know even in the law field, which I'm starting law school on Monday. Which is so 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 crazy. Hold on. On Monday? I have orientation on Monday. 
how did I not realize this? Yeah, I didn't either. Oh my gosh, Kat. That's like, that's so exciting. But also, it's like, what? what is it? Friday? Yeah. Right, it's Friday. So that's... in two days. Oh my uh... gosh. Okay, well, so... I'm so excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, even in the field of law, I'm hearing more and more that right. that office life is being traded for the work from home lifestyle. Interesting. Okay. I have a friend who works in law who I think we both know. Yes. Okay. We both know. <laughs> I was um, like, who is it? But... Yeah. And she, her job, she works from home. Her boss right. works from home. And I'm seeing that model more and more. So I think the traditional nine to five office job lifestyle is definitely being shaken up a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's really exciting. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think it's like a good thing? And I think yeah, it is. I, I think. Do too. I could go on so many tangents from this, but I won't. Go, you can go on sake. one. Go on one. <laughs> For time's sake, I won't. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's exciting, and I think it's definitely – that's the next step for Yeah. No, generation. I definitely agree. Yeah. I'm, like, super – I work from home, too, and I cannot imagine going back to the office. Never. It's <laughs> my worst nightmare, actually. I – oh, my gosh. I had to go in for, like, I think, like, two weeks ago, like, one meeting – it was literally the worst day of my life. I oh, no. Like, I mean, it was fine, but I was just like, I, what? Like, what is no. this? Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Well, I think that's, like, exciting for, like, a lot of people. And, like, I agree. I think that we are moving into an increasingly that kind of world. I think it'll be interesting to see, like, because I, like, I know, like, some friends. And I know that we have some that hate working from home. So I think it'll be interesting, too, to, like, see that side of things. Um and how much more it's going to change when the Gen Z generation starts becoming bosses as well. Because, like, right now right. I think Gen Z is, like, kind of starting to trickle up in the workplace. But I don't think we have, like, right now, like, what? Like, the majority of bosses are Gen X or whatever yeah. the one above millennial is. Maybe a yeah. few millennials. But I think it's going to be super interesting once we start having Gen Z as bosses. Because then I just think that we're all going to be working from home. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't yeah, know. It will definitely be interesting to see. It will definitely be interesting. Um, So, like, I know that we've talked a lot about how important balance is, like, in work, in our life, just in what that looks like um, and, like, how that can, like, help us with our mental health and all that kind of thing. Um, So, like, when you are, like, looking to build community, friendships, how have you, like, gone about that in your life? Um. And I think, like, similarly to how we talked about, like, having concrete steps to, like, build a network, how do you do that with just, like, peer friendships? Yeah, I think in my field, I've gotten to meet a lot of cool people, obviously, which have blossomed into friendships. Um, but those start out as just connections. So right. in order to build those and make them friendships, you have to be intentional about like I said earlier, you know, ask them to get coffee or be like, hey, I'm going to the show tonight. You should come down. Um, yeah. Like I don't just know. Putting the invitation out there, like being OK to go first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of it we can be afraid to take the first step to get to know someone. I, yes, definitely. But I think it's important to remember like go back to middle school like yeah. when you were making friends oh, like and good, like, you know, everyone wants sure. a friend. Yeah. So don't ever be afraid to just like put no, yourself out exactly. there and make that connection. Yeah, and I think that we have like just everyone right now has like such high mental barriers 
like when it comes to that, that we're just like, oh my gosh, that sounds so scary. Or like, what if they don't like me? But I love what you said about me. I mean, that, that literally is what it is. Just deep down, we're all like that middle school kid that is just like, oh, I'd love a new friend. Yeah. You know, like most people, I'll say 97% of people are not awful. That feels like I a fair estimate. Thank you. I feel like you got to leave a few in there because there's some that you'll meet that you'll be like, oh, well, <laughs> this might not work out. Yeah. But no. Well, that's so great to just like hear a little bit about like your life and like how your life and career work together and just really about the music industry. That makes me so excited because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go into the music industry. Yeah. That could be Come fun. Join us. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to like as we're like kind of wrapping up, is there anything you want to, like, tell our audience, like, all the Gen Z girlies that are listening, um, anything that, like, you're interested in lately, which can be music, any books, I don't know, just, like, something that you've kind of, like, what's your latest obsession that you've been loving that you feel like everyone should know about? My latest obsession yes. is... I'm excited. I can never... It's it's not gross. It's gut health. <laughs> Um, I'm really obsessed with gut health because it is so, your gut health is so important for like your brain function and. I didn't know it had anything to do with brain function. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, what you eat, I think food is medicine and what you eat can heal you mentally and physically. Okay. And so I'm really into my gut health right now. I make my own like ginger lemon shots that I take every morning. That's amazing. And also, why have I not had one of them? <laughs> you should. I'll bring you one. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So I make those every morning, and those just are really ginger is really good for okay. um your digestion, yeah. and lemon juice is really good for like your metabolism and just it kind of cleanses you in the morning. So that's something that I'm really into right now and I don't know if you all know this but if you drink any kind of like nut milk they that you buy at the grocery store a lot of them have like seed oils or like gel and gums in them that are inflammatory to your gut and really bad for you so I've been making like my own almond milk lately too I actually didn't really realize they had I mean all that in them yeah because I think you just think like Oh, it's not milk, so... Yeah, it's good good for you, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's not even to say that, like, cow's milk is bad for you. Sorry, not to to say that, but yeah. Right, right. But I know a lot of people opt for that alternative, but it is important to pay attention to the labels on your food because, yeah, a lot of... You'll see a lot of, like, sunflower seed oil We just put so many things in our food these days that it's like, why do we need this? Right. Like, can (laughs) we not just eat food? Yeah. Like, why are we eating? Yeah, no, definitely. It's kind of crazy, all the stuff that they can put into your food, so... I've just been finding, like, different alternatives and, like, ways I can make things at home. Yeah. So if our, like, listeners wanted to get into that, would they just, like, look up how to do it online or what's the best yeah, way to Yeah, I literally just Googled a couple recipes. I Googled the recipe for my ginger shots, the almond milk. Crazy how it. well Google works. Love Google. <laughs> Love Google. <laughs> I will always be thankful to live in a generation that has Google. Yeah. Also, if Google would like to reach out and sponsor this episode, that would be great. Feel free. Google, we love you. We will <sighs> put your logo on everything. Trust me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But no, very glad to live in a world with Google for sure. Um, well, thank you so much, Kat, for, like, joining us today. Um, is there anything else you want to, like, let our audience know just of, like, maybe, um, where they can connect with you, like, on socials? Like, if they're interested kind of in following along with your journey, like, do you have any Instagrams or TikToks or a website? Oh, or yeah. yeah. Um, I do have Instagram. 
I'm just I, I think I'm just cat on Instagram, and it's just at cat. Oh, I guess I'm cat bro. Okay, so K A T T underscore bro. I just thought I was, <laughs> that might be a little hard for them to find. Yeah. You. Okay. I yeah, guess yeah. if you just type in my name, it'll come up. Okay. Maybe. Um. But yeah. So Instagram. Great, okay. And yeah, yeah, I do yeah. have a TikTok that I post on like very infrequently. They're cute, but though. it's kind of yeah. fun. It's a fun little side hobby sometimes. So I just copy what other people do. I love that. <laughs> no, I mean that's yeah. I mean TikTok's like the next big thing apparently too. So. Yeah. I don't actually know my TikTok username, so please don't try to find me there. <laughs> but if you do, if you do I'm stumble upon me, <laughs> I might be on there somewhere. <laughs> Good yeah. luck finding me. Yeah. Well, that's so awesome, Kat. Um, and like just to. On our end, my end, to go off of that, if you want to stay up to date with any of the Gen Z girly podcast stuff, um, you know, our Instagram and Twitter are all Gen Z girlies podcast. Um, you can follow us on there. And if you want to email us or get in touch, it's just Gen Z girlies podcast at gmail.com. We're always looking for new people to interview that have got some, got some stuff going on in their life or career. So if you're interested just reach out over email. We'd love to have a little conversation and see what we can make happen. Um, and we're just so glad that you all are in this audience and listening. Really, our goal is just we want people to have careers and lives that they love and to help people kind of walk through that path just because it can be so stressful. And, like, I remember especially when I was first starting, I was just – I had no idea. Like, it, se- it feels like if you went to college, not that you need to go to university or college, but – at least for me, like, you had, like, a little bit of scaffolding, but then as soon, and I think, like, people who are, like, just, like, going into the world, too, you just, it feels like all of a sudden there's no pathway to follow. Like, you've just, like, gone through this, like, education system that, like, walks you, and then all of a sudden you're, like, I just, there's just no pathway. So it's kind of just, like, the idea of that is just we want, we want you all to have a great scaffolding and, like, be able to listen to other people and experts, Gen Z experts in the fields that you're in. So, um, thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for having a cat. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like way too close. I got very excited, but yeah, we loved having cat. Um, we'll have to have you back sometime, but yeah. See you later, Gen Z girlies. Bye. Bye. <laughs>